Okay, Seth, I am recording. You should be hearing me. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think we've got a pretty good connection here. Okay. So I'm recording, Seth, and the first thing, uh, I'm struck by the fact that as much as anything about the contents of the uh, op-ed, just the circumstances and the fact that it was written uh, in the first place, are you as surprised as uh, some people uh are in this state who've been around it for a while to see this emerge in the first place? Well, it is a very unusual step for the PUC to, um, to, to, to put an op-ed in the paper, yes, and, and to, to promise action uh, before uh, their um, process is, is complete. Uh, the PUC is often compared to a court, um, so this is, you know, you, this is somewhat similar to a judge um, you know, telegraphing that they, they do intend to take... Uh, you know, punitive action of some kind. So, um, yes, it's a it's a very big step. Somebody suggested, uh, went so far as to say, this could be a sign of an abandonment of neutrality with regard to a CMP. You agree with that? No, I don't. I think that uh, PUC um, ha- has always, um, if anything, come down uh, more on the side of the utilities and. Uh, what they understand, uh, because of all the, pu- the public backlash and because they do have a new chair, Phil Bartlett, is uh, that the PUC needs to um, restore its own reputation with the, the people of Maine uh, to restore um, trust uh, with the people of Maine that they, that they can be an effective regulator uh, for this uh, very large uh, multinational conglomerate um, Called Iberdrola, which owns Avangrid, which owns CMP. You know, it's a, it's a, it's no small task. Um, the regulators uh, in in many states uh, of investor-owned utilities have been somewhat captive to those utilities. They rely on them for virtually all the information, um, certainly most of the information that they that they receive um, about what's going on on the ground. And so there's a bit of Stockholm syndrome where. Uh, It sounds like you're saying that uh, you feel it's reasonable to assume, even though I don't know that anybody's done any polling on it, but that the PUC's reputation has fallen right along with that of CMP. I don't think the PUC uh, has quite the reputation that Central Maine Power does. That's not what I'm saying. But I, um, I do believe that they, their reputation has suffered. Um, you know, every time uh, CMP... Uh, commits another error or another fraud, um, uh, people ask where the PUC is, you know, who, who's, who's minding the store, because it is the PUC's job to regulate uh, the monopoly utilities in our state, um, CMP being the biggest, and um, they uh, clearly mistakes have been made um, by regulators to allow it to get to this point. Now, in fairness uh, to the current commission, not all of them um, were on the commission when these um, decisions were made. Um, the decision to allow Iberdrola to take over Central Maine Power, for example, um, might have raised some eyebrows. There was also a restructuring, which the PUC approved 
um, of the the ownership further up the chain, and that might have raised some eyebrows, especially had people been paying attention to Iberdrola's other subsidiaries around the world, which were running into um, some very uh, scandalous uh, headlines elsewhere in Scotland and Spain. Um, so I, I think it's fair to say that uh, regulators have made mistakes in the past and, and have been too captive uh, to the utilities, uh, to central main power particularly, and, um, you know, it will take dramatic action. I, what I have called for, Jim, is that the PUC uh, take the extraordinary step of ending CMP's franchise here in Maine and, and require them to simply sell because I don't think that that trust can ever be restored. We can we can come back and trust the PUC again, I think, if they take strong enough action. Um, that action is... is, is um, to, to, to end, to make a final break, a divorce, if you will, with Central Maine Power, require them to sell. Um, they're here um, at the courtesy of Mainers, um, using the public rights of way, holding a, a, a captive um, customer base of 600,000 Mainers, and um, I just don't see any way that they that they really restore trust or or uh, change the corporate culture further up at Avant Grid and at Iberdrola back in Spain. I was going to ask you about the uh, status of that. Uh, you have a bill pending. You had a quite lively uh, public hearing just about two months ago or right now that was very well attended by yep. people on both sides, well covered. Where does that uh, stand right now? So the proposal for consumer-owned power, um, which I've called the, the main power delivery authority, um, by the way, not it's not state-owned, as some people have uh, uh, suggested or use the shorthand to describe it. It is consumer-owned, and there is a difference. Um, but that, that proposal is to, um, we, we, we've held it over. We, we plan to vote on it next March. And in the meantime, uh, we have asked the PUC, uh, the legislature um, has asked the PUC to uh, commission a full independent um, cost-benefit analysis of my bill so that uh, the legal dimensions, the logistical connect, uh, dimensions, can be vetted by someone of the PUC's choosing. Um, I may or may not agree with the consultant they ultimately choose, but, um, you know, I, I think it's fair to allow, um, you know, a, a, a additional analysis to occur. I think that will help to um, pave the road to smoother implementation if we do choose to go forward with it which I hope we will, and, um, and, and it will also just inform the, the, the discussion and the, the vote on the final bill next March. By the way, speaking of that, I had a conversation not too long ago with a uh, veteran of state government who's also an attorney who has, I would say, a pretty good uh, knowledge of uh, utility practices, who uh, told me he likes your idea, he's admiring of the spirit and everything, but he also said it's just too large to uh, happen, too large, too complicated to happen, at least in anything resembling the short term. Well, I think I think that's fair, depending on how you how you what you mean by short term. It, it's not it's not something that will happen overnight. It's it's not something that could even be fully implemented in in um, eighteen months. It, it would take at least two years, and uh, depending on how much uh, CMP chose to drag it out in court, uh, which would likely occur, and, and how much deference the courts gave or how much time it, uh, the courts gave to that process, um, they, they could hold it up and drag it out for, for some additional years. So, um, 
you know, it's, 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 these, these things need to be done correctly, and um, I believe that Maine actually is in a relatively good place to make such a transition. Other um, transitions um, have happened under much more complex circumstances. Uh, in Long Island, uh, there was a, a, a very costly, um, never even operational but fully built uh, nuclear power plant involved. It had to be sold and decommissioned. That that was a major uh, complexity in Long Island, and that ended up taking ten years or so. Um, the um, the current proceeding in Boulder um, is also um, taking time, and and I think that's largely because in in Boulder's case, um, they're trying to take over an integrated utility that owns generation, and that generation is outside of Boulder city limits, and some of the transmission facilities they need are outside of city limits also. So. We don't have any of those complexities. We don't have the problems Boulder had. We don't have the problems that Long Island had. So I think those examples, which are sometimes cited as, as you know, examples of how complex it can be, um, are not really pertinent to our situation here in Maine. But you're also saying that uh, it's it's at least a, a two-year project, and sounds likely a little more than that. I, th- I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I would I would give it uh, you know two to six. One other thing, uh, back to the uh, current investigation of CMP by uh, PUC, that has been going on now for more than 18 months. Shouldn't that be over by now? Well, there's a lot of fact-finding involved, and uh, the public advocate, for example, has asked for um, information, data uh, from CMP um, at the customer level, and that uh, information was just turned over last week. Um, that will require significant time to analyze, and it will extend the um, the proceeding as far as the billing and metering um, question goes. Um, the independent audit that was commissioned by the PUC turned up some major problems. Um, it was by no means an exoneration of CMP, as CMP tried to uh, represent it. In fact, um, it showed that o- over 100,000 um, customer-affecting errors had been committed on bills in just a three-month time. Um, that over half of the meters uh, go haywire after an outage um, when the voltage comes back on in a certain way. And when they go haywire, they either bill at twice the rate or they don't bill at all. Um, Obviously a a major potential um, source of many of these errors. Um, And further, it found that CMP was told uh, by the manufacturer um, four to six years before the problems uh, cropped up that there was this issue um, with the meters, um, that more than half of their meters, and that uh, they were provided a patch to fix it, but they chose not to take action. Um, and of course, CMP, you know, looked at this report and said, "Hey, look, this shows that we we're fine. We everything's working." And it's it's it 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 really um, takes the cake uh, and boggles the the mind um, to see them um, just flat-out lying about what that report, in fact, contains and, and doing so to customers and letters to customers and the bill that you pay for with your, your money, <laughs> um, uh, paying, uh, lying to elected representatives, uh, including the governor and all newly elected legislators, taking out ads in the paper to say that the report showed that there was nothing to see here, move along. Um, and that just looked at a, at a, a, a five-month period um, after the uh, windstorm of 2017. That was only the first five months. Since then, we've seen many other customer-affecting errors and horror stories come up. Um, it's now been um, over 18 months since that uh, problem started to occur, and many more 
problems have come up. So the, so the public advocate wants more time to look at all of that. I think it's fair to give it the time. This is a very complex um, mess that CMP has created. It's like the investigation of a, of a massive uh, crime scene, you know, spread out across more than half the state. And it's it's worsened under the current ownership. That's right. It it it, it uh, well, uh, you mean under the current ownership of of CMP? Yeah. It, it, I mean, certainly uh, CMP has worsened. Uh, the ownership structure has never been more uh, layered and more distant, ultimately from the consumer. Um, I think that's that's the fundamental driver of of much of this problem. Um, and the, the the owners now of Iberdrola, uh, which is publicly traded, uh, but most of the owners are from Qatar and Norway and Spain. Um, they're big banks in those countries, and and um, they make they really call the shots over in Bilbao in Spain, and 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 the, the those decisions are handed down to Connecticut at the Avant Grid offices, and those uh, in turn to. CMP. So, so the the people on the ground are doing their best in a very bad situation. Um, I don't fault them at all. I, I, I do um, take exception to some statements that the uh, public relations people and the lawyers and lobbyists and and um, top management um, have, have made. But uh, but the, the the line workers and the billing specialists really should be uh, commended for doing their best to keep the grid operational in in incredibly trying times. Okay, Seth, very good, as always. I'm probably going to run the whole thing tomorrow, but it's going to have to be yeah. split in two to get some spots in. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But no, I think... Go on too long. <laughs> no, oh. no, I think it's, I think it's all, uh, you know, you... No, it's, it yeah. stands very well for itself. I'd oh, be inclined to run the whole thing. Oh, great. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, Jim. Always, always good to talk. I try not to bother people on Sunday evening, but <laughs> in some ways it's a good time to catch people. So. Yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> okay, thank right. you very Talk much. To you later. Yep. Bye. Bye.